What is going on, you guys? On this episode of CWJ Sports Podcast, we have, I'm allowed him to introduce himself. Who do we have here with us? Atatunji Atadipa. Now, you are the assistant general manager for the Lakeland Magic. Uh, congratulations, by the way, I'm winning the G League championship. I'm sure that feels huge as an organization to, to bring home a ring. We'll get into that a little later. But let's start off where your career kind of began with basketball. You played college basketball at the University of Ohio. How was that? It was Ohio University. It was, Ohio it was amazing. Best, best years of my life. Uh, great people. Amazing school. And just a great town. Now, you went to the Erie Bayhawks, in the, in, at formerly known as the D-League team, to kind of start off your professional career. How was that in that transition to, you know, kind of get into that whole realm of, you know, the business side of basketball? Uh, it, it was amazing. I didn't really have a good foundation at the time. Didn't really know anybody who mm-hmm. uh, kind of had been in professional basketball in that setting. So it was kind of like trial by fire. Um, it was tough, but definitely great for my time there. Now, you also worked at IMG. How was that experience over there? Uh, IMG was amazing. Um, kind of added another layer yeah. to my uh, professional career. Was able to kind of learn more about player development and the importance of that I'm not really something that I like wanted to do but like I I, and the very necessary component format now also got to coach a JV boys basketball team which they all became like my little brothers but really forced me to step outside of what I wanted to do in my comfort zone Mm -hmm. um, in terms of basketball was there any stories um you know again working with IMG or working with the Bayhawks that kind of come to mind that you, it was kind of a learning curve or a, a moment that kind of stuck with you, you know, as you got introduced into the um, business side of the NBA? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure if there's one moment, but, you know, like a combination of them, but it was just, they had a lot of guys coming there for NBA pre-draft. We had a lot of players like Jonathan Isaac um, who were going to school there. So that just kind of, my daily experiences with the people there, with the coaches there, the support staff, it was just all kind of like building blocks that really, really helped me and, and maybe opened my eyes to something that I hadn't seen before. Now, you know, you start, you worked IMG, went D-League a little bit. Now you went into the G-League and you started working for the Orlando Magic organization. Tell me how you got kind of introduced to that and how you began working with them. I just uh, kind of like everybody else, sent my resume out to a whole bunch of people um obviously didn't get any jobs through that but some some of them were so gracious enough to kind of give me their time and yeah. teach me about what I should be doing or what I should be learning mm-hmm. in order to get to that next spot and uh it ended up through um great people within the six organization my name got brought up to Orlando and I was able to be an intern there for, for a year you know you became an intern now you have an official role with um, yeah, the Lakeland Magic on the Orlando Magic organization. Kind of tell us about that, how you became the assistant GM and uh, where you were before and where you kind of see yourself going. I was a lot of God, honestly, a lot of God, a lot of great mentors and a lot of luck. Um, everybody that I think gets a job in basketball works extremely hard. And it's just there's just such few jobs that you just have to kind of be fortunate or circumstances have to kind of bend in your favor. Um, so just kind of stay in Orlando, just did what I had to do, kept grinding and uh, position opened up and it just kind of aligned with what I had been doing and just kind of took hold of that. And we've been fortunate enough to have the success we've had. 
was your adjustment, you know, kind of, did it feel good to finally have a spot, you know, a place where you can call home because you're no longer, you know, working for a team as a side, you're no longer being an intern. They're going to leave, you know, then you're going to leave them, you're going to leave them in a year. Now you have an official role. Did it feel good to kind of call Florida your home for now? Yeah. I mean, but I also was very, very fortunate that every spot that I went to didn't make you feel like an intern. Oh, that's um, I never felt like that. You felt like you were part of the family. So, um, could you talk about yeah, that a I mean, little bit more, kind of expand on that for, you know, people thinking that, you know, and the NBA side is a little dirty. If you could just talk about how, um, how you kind of treated throughout the organizations. Traditionally well. I mean, everybody was just very accommodating and wanted to see those below them um, reach the full extent of their potential. Um, you know, I think businesses, <laughs> it's, it's tough in, in multi-billion dollar businesses, but like, I've never felt as though I wasn't part of, you know, the family. Obviously, right. I understood there was level for that, as everybody mm-hmm. rightfully should in the, in the position, but yeah, always been family. Now, talk about recently the Lakeland Magic brought home a ring. Talk about that experience, you know, the kind of the playoff run and, and the G League dealing with their new, you know, quote, new season because, you know, this is like the first season they've been out since COVID. So how was that whole adjustment and, and, and working towards the championship? Um, it's great. I mean, we have very, very great dynamics, great workspace led by like AP, Anthony Park and Stan Heath um, mm-hmm. and everybody that contributes to it. We have a really great culture. So we've had some amazing players over the last four years and um, kind of have a framework for how we go about building. And um, it was cool for it to all come to fruition. Um, kind of the bubble was a little bit bittersweet because mm-hmm. you would have loved to have been spent more time with these guys outside of what you could do uh, during uh, the bubble. But it, it was cool to finally have like a, a culmination of all your work result in the championship. So it was, it was cool. No complaints with the bubble. It's a very, very tough concept. I thought the league did an amazing job trying to accommodate all of us and, and make it as fun um, as possible while still being work. If you could talk about your day-to-day um, routine, you know, being in the bubble, the COVID testing, was there any protocols that you had to do if you could just kind of walk me through that? Let's say on a game day, what do you guys have to do? I mean, everybody gets, you just get tested daily. Um, other than that, you, you just confine to the bubble. There's no leaving. There's nobody entering. Um, mm-hmm. Wearing masks everywhere. Try to be as, as safe and healthy as you can be. But it's the same. It's, it's pretty monotonous. It's basketball. And then uh, if you have free time, maybe work on it. Um, I can't hear you. I can hear you now. Oh, sorry. Did you hear anything I just said? No. If you could repeat uh, that I, one more time. Hey, no worries. I said um, that you get tested every single day, but it's just basketball. And then you're working on reports. You're trying to get a couple chapters. You're talking to your family. There wasn't like too much variance between the days. Everything is pretty much the same. Hoping testing meals go to your room um so, so it was very routine very very routine um had to be obviously just keeping right. safety first what do you think the biggest challenge was um that you saw 
not only leading up to the championship, but was there any things that, you know, might have disrupted that? You know, when you guys entered the bubble, did you guys lose a few games or did you guys have to warm up a little bit? Or were you guys just right out of the gun, ready to ready to go? Yeah, historically, we've had kind of slow starts, so we kind of anticipated that. But with right. this shortened season, worried that it might be like uh, too detrimental or too cumbersome to overcome. But um, that was it. I mean, injuries, just because if you get somebody hurt with COVID, it's just kind of difficult to replace somebody with like like talent. Um, and the league did a good job of trying to make sure there's a pool of players available, but it's just injuries. Um, other than that, that was it. It was team came together at the right time. Coaching staff did an unbelievable job. Our performance staff, probably like the unsung heroes, did mm-hmm. a great job. And um, it just, we were just fortunate enough to win it. Now explain that feeling that you guys went in there and then, you know, you guys win. Walk me through that whole experience of, you know, holding the trophy and having all the confetti come down to the court and realizing that you guys are now NBA G League champions. It was an unbelievable feeling, especially for, like, the staff. Um, just a culmination of, like, a group group work coming together and, and it manifesting in a championship was just was surreal. Kind of having all these players that you – had been in the organization, kind of reach out was, was cool. It, let, it, let, it was bigger. It let me know that it was just bigger than um, building Basketball. the best team or, or having the best coach team or having the best coach. It was, it, you have a good organization where people like generally are feel a part of it. And that, that was pretty cool. How was your playoff journey um, leading up to the championship? Was, was it good? Was it a good run? Did you guys feel solid after you guys hit the playoffs that you guys are like, all right, we, we can actually be in – we can actually be really good contenders to now win a championship. What was that like? Um, yeah, I think every team that makes the playoffs feels that way. It's one game. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. And, you know, it's more similar to, like, March Madness. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we felt pretty good. We were firing on all cylinders a couple of games before, and our defense had always been a staple, but we were starting to hit shots. Um, we knew we had good shooters. We just kind of were in a shooting slump, so – it, it was cool to kind of see it all. And once we got there, we just kind of felt like, okay, we, we can do this. We can at least compete for it. And obviously some things went our way. Um, so, yeah. What's the future plans for the Lakeland Magic right now? You know, I know you guys just came off a great championship. Um, you guys get a little bit of downtown, but is there any future plans you guys um, have seen or that you could t- talk about? I mean, every year it kind of changes. So it's like really difficult to, you know, say it for sure um, right. or, or say anything definitive. So all I can say is that, you know, next year we'll just give everything we have and, and try to continue to be what we've been as a defensive-minded team predicated on passing and, and high IQ players. Now, I think I've been thinking of this a lot, and I'm sure a lot of people are too. When you win a championship, you're the best team in the G League. Now, what's that like for players? Do they get bumped up? Do they stay at the same level? What's that like now that they have not only all the eyes on them, but um, you know, clearly the talent's there. So what's that like? Uh, you guys keep most of the players back, you know, stay in the G League, or is there a lot more room for them to go up, get bumped up to the NBA after winning a championship? Um, I don't really have the data to to kind of um speak on that, but but I think it is good. It's more eyes, obviously, mm-hmm. um, more attention. If not, everybody's dreams to make the NBA, but you know, you can have really good careers overseas as well. Um, so 
not really sure. All I know is that it just kind of increases your profile, in my opinion, and gives uh, more teams a chance to kind of see who you are. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this today's episode of the CWJ Sportscast. You guys can listen to this episode on all platforms. Make sure you guys go follow me on Instagram, Courtside with Jordan. And what's your Instagram? Uh, Air Africa 11. There we go. Go follow Air Africa 11. Thank you, man, for this interview. And everyone, have a great rest of your day.